Hi, this is Jindo. Welcome to Tree Leaf. In the past, people spoke of the amazing, miraculous, magical powers of a Zen master. And amongst these powers was the ability to make oneself as big as all time and space, or as small as a grain of sand, as an atom. And it's true. And you can too. You know, big and small are judgments that we make every day. And one of the amazing powers we develop in the Zen practice is the ability to make the small very big, the big very small, and to see that which is right through and through all big and small. Now we make things that are small very, very large in our Zen practice. A simple example is someone today told me that they were walking down the street thinking of all the important problems in their life and all the big issues going on in the world. And they saw a little animal we have here in Japan, a tanuki. It's kind of a, not a badger, it's kind of, they call it a, I think, a raccoon dog. And it came right in the path of this person. And they kind of looked at each other for a second. And it was a very small thing, but time stopped. And this little intimate contact with a little, little raccoon dog became something very big that this person's been talking about all week and may remember for a long, long time. And at other times we have very, very big problems in life that seem so big that sometimes maybe we really get angry about them, start a fight about them, start a war even between countries over big issues like who owns a few inches of some land or an island. We're going to have a war. We're going to fight over it. It's really important. Maybe there are big events in our life. Someone we love is going to leave us soon, is dying. This seems really, really big and pressing on us like a big stone. And it is big. But we also learn to just bring it down to size. Let it be. Even let it go. The things that we think are so important in this life. What was that book that was written a few years ago? Just, uh, what is it? Worry about the small things or something like that. You know the one I mean. Just let it go. Keep your eyes focused on what's right in front of you. But we also know that the big is in the small and the small is in the big. And I was talking today to give an example of this, of, of Chinese and Japanese paintings versus some Western paintings. In many Western paintings, like the Mona Lisa, there's one person or object in the scene that's very important, the Mona Lisa and her smile. And what's going on in the background is kind of maybe secondary to that. Just the, the background scene, kind of small and unimportant. But if you look at a Chinese or Japanese landscape painting, there may be a mountain and some water and people in it. Maybe the people just 
very seeming very small in the seeds and some some grass. What's the most important part of that painting? Well, the whole thing at once. The mountains look big and the people look small, but they're all part of the integral whole. You can't take one bit out. It's all the painting. Even the empty space is integral to the painting. It's all an unbroken, balanced whole. This is the way we look at life in Zen 2. The big things like the mountains and the small things like the grass and the people, they're important too. In Zen, we learn to stop and not only smell the roses, but to see all time and space in each blade of grass, if we wish. Each drop of rain, we can hear the universal symphony. It's like that old haiku by Basho. I'm going to put this up on the, the website, but the frog jumps in the water and plop. And in that sound, in that moment, everything is spoken. The Buddha held up a flower and Mahakashapa smiled. Such a small event, such a small flower, but in that flower was held all of life, all that ever is, was, will be, right there, silently, but so clearly spoken, beyond big and small. Mahakashapa knew this. When we walk in hidden, we may take small steps, we may take big steps, but what is the difference in Kinhin? Because whether a big step or a small step, it's always right here. And there's no place in need of going. Thus, we taste that which is beyond and right through and through all human judgments of big and small. All time and space in a grain of sand, in an atom. Next time you have something in your life that seems so big, blow it away into emptiness, that which is beyond big and small. Next time you see something small, like that blade of grass, see it expanding to hold all that ever was, is, and will be. We learn to do this in our Zen practice. So when they talked about the Zen masters of old having this miraculous magic power to be as large as all the universe, all the universes and universes, if there's more than one, or as small as a grain of sand, they weren't kidding. And you can too. Shall we sit with that?